Yo. I just plugged in too. I'll bet. So you started calling? Oh, yeah, man. What's yeah. up, dog? Oh, man, just, you know. I'm okay, man. Hanging out. Hanging out. Another night. Another uh, another show. When I make one that I'm excited for. You mean to say that fast as hell? Did I say it? Did I, did I say it fast as hell? That sounded fast as fuck, dude. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> let me slow it down, dog. Another show. Another maybe show I, that I'm excited up. for. Maybe what? Maybe I've sobered up from the weekend. <laughs> yeah, you had your nice little... Uh, you still got a couple days left in the vacation, right? Yeah. Yeah, a couple couple days to get, to get back to, to quote-unquote normal. I actually would have only been coming home. Like, I would have just gotten home today. Mm. Back home. I was like, you know what? I got back on Monday, and I was like, yeah, fuck all this. <laughs> <laughs> Ed. Yeah, yeah. Cooper, yeah. Right. So, uh, what'd you what'd you do for the vacation, man? I just seen some people, just hung out. I didn't yeah, really yeah. do too much. Uh, so I went up to uh, Northern Indiana for uh, Friday through Sunday. So seen the time. seen the gang. Seen the gang. Scoped out uh, some homes. Was, no, not yet. <laughs> Not yet. That's in the cards, though. Okay. But, yeah. Um, but no, I went up to, I actually stopped in Danville for uh, a little bit longer than I expected. Because I was waiting for the homies yeah. to get off. Oh, so for the homies to get off. Yeah, so I hung out yeah. in Danville for, till like, till like the fucking sun went down. Mm. I hate driving up, I hate driving up there when the sun goes down, because there's, like, there's no lights on these fucking back roads at all. Why you be taking the back roads? Well, dude, it's not the back roads. It's 41. Oh, to get back to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to get up there, and, like, dog, like, there's, like, there's no cars out. So, like, mm. I'm one, like, and there, if there is any cars out, I'm going, like, 80. These motherfuckers just come flying past me. Wait, wait, wait. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> you're going 80? You're going 80, yeah. but they're flying past you? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, but no, it's just a boring ass drive. Yeah, and uh, but no, it was cool though. Uh, hung out up there for a couple days, and I was mm-hmm. planning on hanging out in Danville from uh, Monday to Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, I went to Champagne Sunday night, mm-hmm. and uh, I was going to stay at a homie's house. But I was like, you know what? I don't feel like sleeping on the couch. Or the <laughs> I'm getting a room. Yeah, yeah. Got a room at the Hampton. It was nice. Uh, got a nice king size bed. Seen one of the homies I haven't seen in like fuck. King for a king. Yeah, man. That's that was uh that was dope too. I actually talked to the homie you're talking about. I was really excited to hear that y'all got to link up. Yeah, I seen he was in. Uh, I seen he was smoking cigarettes, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I know back in the day. Oh man, homie! I'm never switching up. Oh man, homie must be stressed. He didn't tell me all that. (laughs) So yeah, and I talked to him the next morning, and he came through uh, the hotel where I was staying at. We hung out for like an hour or so. Yeah, that's what's up. Good to see him. Yeah, that's uh, good to hear, man. I I I got to talk to bro. He called me during um, a couple hours ago before we recorded. He let me know that y'all talk, man. My heart got all warm. Yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the last time I actually seen him was whenever you brought him over uh, to his house for SummerSlam. I forgot all about that. 
he he'd forgotten that too because he had mentioned some uh some gathering that i actually wasn't there for um i forgot about that yeah 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 wow what was that SummerSlam 17 2017 uh maybe 2018 16 like i don't know well no he uh he was he was uh on vacation during 16 Okay, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. So I think it was, uh, yeah, 17 or 18, one of those. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, Playboy. I love it, man. I love it when the people get together, man. Heart all warm. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's what's then, up. Uh, I went to Danville, basically uh, just got some food and fucking rolled out. Oh, you went back to Danville? <laughs> back to the home. I was going to say until Monday. I mean, right. until Wednesday, today. Yeah, yeah I was going to say until Wednesday. And um, just no, like people i was hanging out with they just got back from florida mm. they were beat yeah yeah yeah. got multiple snaps of them on uh on saturday just passed out at the bar so i knew they were pretty pretty tired great but, place uh, to sleep that's a great place to sleep yeah 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 no i was like yeah i just said fuck it i'm gonna get out of here that's nobody's up, really man. doing anything they're closing all the bars up there so got back to the solitude back to you back to life back to uh Some- getting yo you right Junior, and Junior, yes, <laughs> yes. How does so? How does he? Man, how does he manage by himself? Oh, he's not by himself. Okay, yeah, uh, somebody with him. Okay, my dad actually got back uh, this past Friday. Okay, okay. Because I, I eventually want to get like a dog, like a dog. I want to get a dog. What am I talking about? I eventually want to get. <laughs> I eventually want to get a dog. Um, nothing like Junior size. Something cute and yappy, and you know, a little diva. Um. But like on weekends, I'm I'm more often than not I'm gone like doing doing a show or something. Um, so I don't know how I want how I'd you know go about making sure you know a little little baby was taken care of, especially when you know I don't know nobody out here. Let's see. Whenever my mom first got her dog, have you seen her dog? I have not. No, it's a little tiny one. My style. She first got her. Uh, she would fucking cry all day while mm. she was at work. Okay. Even if I was there. Really, yeah. Mama was And gone. then same with one of my old roommate's dogs. He would yeah. cry all day. Is he small? They weren't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. if you get what I'm like, Junior, he's been, like, he's fine. Like Junior be chilling. Uh, like, he's been actually, I think the longest he's been on his own was like 12 hours. Mm, okay. Got you. So nothing too, like nothing too, too crazy. But he also got yeah. big shoulders; he can handle it. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I leave uh, Cartoon Network on for him. Nice. What's his favorite show? Uh, like, I think it's probably like Scooby Doo when they have the wrestlers on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking maybe Adventure Time. He strikes me as an Adventure Time guy, but no. Okay, that makes sense. It's old sense. school. Yeah, 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 his cousins, seen his cousins, <laughs> seen the ancestors. <laughs> Yeah, man. That's dope. Yeah, that's no, he, dope. he does. He does good, though. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to work this out, but, you know, day at a time, day at a time. I can't really take him to the shows. I mean, I make oh, it. I was going to say that. Yeah, I can't really. A little, little baby out here wilding out. I'm trying to. Nah, I don't know about all that. I don't know about all that. I would, but, uh, you don't want to overshadow your client. Yeah. <laughs> so I always, you know, already it's bringing a personality. I don't want to. Yeah, right. I don't want to. Uh, Get a report back. Yeah, he brought his brought his dog with him, and yeah, I don't need that. Like I went to a, I went to a Fourth of July party this past year, mm. and some people brought their fucking like brand new puppy, 
Oh, shit. Oh, you know what happened? They lost him. They lost the puppy. Puppy ran off. Holy shit, dude. They had, they had a leash, or he just was like, Phew, fuck Just a little puppy just roam around. Yeah, that, that'll that'll do it. <laughs> that'll do it. You bring, a, you bring a baby to a party. It'll be crawling all over the place. Hell yeah, and and also along with that, I'm moving into a new spot next week. So by the time we do, you know, next week's show, I'll be in the new spot, and it's um the third floor. (laughs) So navigating that is a whole other thing. I got to make sure I'm good with it myself uh, before bringing more life, more life. You have to be outside with them the whole time when it's got to shit and piss. Yeah, man. Like, I ain't trying to walk three floors. Like, I had a, uh, my old roommate had a dog, big ass dog, um, that, and I lived on the third floor. So, she would go out of town for, like, work or whatever and be gone for, like, four or five days. And it's damn December. <laughs> I got to take him downstairs in the, in the, in the, in the brick. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I'm gonna figure this out. We'll see now. See, like, even if we were to get a house with a yard, I don't think he'd go out by himself. Say it again. <laughs> Say it one more time. Even if we got like a like a house with like a fence in the yard, yeah, I don't think I don't think Junior go out go out by himself. Oh, he like needs you when he goes outside. I mean, every time we go out, he's on he's on his leash. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so you mean like he's so used to it that he just wouldn't do it without it? Yeah, like when I put him on his chain. Like when I'm on on Sundays, mm. I go in the house to like get some prep up some food or something. He just sits there and waits at the door. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you, you do got a big old softy. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah, he a big softy. He got big shoulders. He can handle twelve hours by himself, but he needs his daddy. He cries every once in a while. No, oh, <laughs> little sweetie. <laughs> I be talking shit. I am mad soft. <laughs> I am soft, soft. I think the homies know that, but like that's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, and I ain't got no problem, you know, saying telling the world. Like, so I'll tell you, all, I'll tell you off mic, uh, specifically who, but like one of the homies, um, literally two, three hours ago, got engaged. A what? Yeah, man. And so he sent me a picture. So someone took a picture of him. Like he did it up big, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's his lady's birthday, so he rented out a little spot, you know, booked a chef and had one of his guys as a photographer, like take the pic, taking like a little photo shoot. And so he sent me the picture of him on his knee. And I was like, oh, look at my, look at my dude. <laughs> look at my guy. <laughs> Getting all married and shit. Bro, it's just me and you left. <laughs> Man. It's just me and you, dog. Don't leave me, bro. <laughs> man, listen. One day, man, it's like, listen, what I'm going to do? What I'm going to do? I'll either, I mean, bachelor forever or I'll get enough paper to where, like, I had two or three ladies and they just won't mind. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm already married. I'm married to the streets. Oh, uh, yeah, true. True. <laughs> <laughs> she don't leave easily, neither. Mm-mm. Yeah, she'll forgive a lot, but she'll put you through a lot. So it's even. She don't forgive either. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you don't got to live like that, man. That's a hard life. <laughs> you don't have to. I heard talking to my little cousin. My little cousin's probably like 25 now. And he was telling me about this lady he was with at the time. About like some of the shit they be going through. And I'm like, dog, 
you don't have to live like this. He, he was living like you were talking. You wanted to live a couple weeks ago. Listen, them. I don't need them What's kind of problems. problems. <laughs> I don't need them kind of problems. Like maybe I want to be annoyed a little bit. Like oh, pay attention to me. Like maybe that, but like not them kind of problems. They're, they're bad. <laughs> problems in moderation, dog. You know what I'm saying? I don't. Mm, mm, mm. I don't need all that, man. What are you? What, what you been up to? Man, you know what I want to talk about? This came to mind literally yesterday, um, which it's it's a little annoying. It's kind of serious, uh, but it makes for great content because, you know, this is one of those things now I can't expect you to relate. Um, well, you can't relate. I'll just be honest. You can't relate <laughs> what I'm about to talk about. But, I mean, well, first I should say this. I've been chilling. Like, otherwise, I'm good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, about to move to the new spot. Got a big ass balcony where I can big ass balcony. Um, gonna see a little more of the city, man. Just you know, and, and, and enjoy my time. But you know, how do I start? You know, you know what? Like the best and worst thing about literally everything is the end, of the beginning. No, it's the people. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they're the best thing and the worst thing. About literally everything. And so, like, you know how, you know, sports, I know you're not an NBA guy, but I use the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors, as the example. You know, when the when the Warriors were on the way up the mountain, right, they were like, everyone was like, yeah, man, look at the Warriors go, right? Climb that mountain. But when they got to the top of the mountain, people couldn't wait to Knocked them off the mountain. Man, fuck the Warriors. Like, they didn't do anything different. They just climbed the mountain, and then they finally made it, right? Like, people people are more, you know, likely. I've said this before. People will give you the love as you climbing up. But, like, they'll root for you on the way to the top. But they don't really want to see you at the top, at least not long. You know what I mean? So, I had to fire someone yesterday. Oh. And you said what? You ever you ever done that before? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I had to fire this guy. Now, the first time I did it, like I mean, it was what it was. He understood. I mean, he tried to fight for his job, but like, I mean, he it was he he had to go. It was egregious. This guy, at the beginning of the conversation, he had a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He had a job. He didn't. He didn't lose his job to the end of the conversation. But the thing too. So you, as you know, and as I've mentioned, I have a majority black staff, and it's something that I actually kind of pride myself on. I'm not sure it's majority now. It may be even. Or it may you know whatever. I'm not sure it's majority now, but it's something that I pride myself on. And the thing with. The one drawback, and I actually tweeted this yesterday or the day before. Actually, yesterday, because I fired him yesterday. The one drawback of having a majority black staff is that when you fire somebody for their fuck up, I pride myself on being fair. I pride myself on accountability and responsibility. When you fire one of them for their fuck up, they may directly or indirectly call you an Uncle Tom. Yes. 
Now, for those not aware <laughs> of what an Uncle Tom is, an Uncle Tom is a black man or, or woman, black person, who basically is doing what they can to uphold white supremacy. It is probably the one insult that most self-respecting black men may want to throw hands over. Matter of fact, yo, there was one time, <laughs> quick sidebar, I was working, this was like two years ago, and you know the rapper Logic? Yes. Well, black people don't listen to Logic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like, most of his raps are about him being, like, mixed. He looks like, what's the, what's the dude's name from the Sandlot, the one who got mouth-to-mouth from the lifeguard? Oh, I think it was Squints. He looks like him. Yeah, but anyway, there was a young boy, man, young boy who we were talking about something and he called me an Uncle Tom. Mm. And I said, I looked him dead in his eye. I said, you have no fucking clue what you just said, did you? (laughs) He said, he said, no, I don't even know what that means. I said, listen, (laughs) I said, listen. For one, don't let logic get you fucked up out here. Because he told me that's where he heard it from. Logic. I said, for one, don't get don't let logic get you fucked up out here. Any other black man that you called Uncle Tom, he wouldn't be handling it the same way that I am right now. And he apologized. I had explained to him what it was. And he apologized. He's like, oh my God. Like, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, well. <laughs> Who just who just does that anyway? Who just be calling people things? Uh, <laughs> who just does? Like, like, I thought that was over. Like, bro, oh, this shit ain't never here, <laughs> bro. <laughs> so like, you don't even have to go to like a dictionary website. You just type that shit on Google. It'll like, be boom. anywhere ASAP. Urban Dictionary, Webster, uh, Mer- Mer- what's the other one? Uh, Miriam. You go anywhere. <laughs> so. Yeah, man, I fired him, and be, well, the reason I fired him is because, and I, I don't want to go too deep into it, but he, he, he gave me an ultimatum, and uh, as a manager and a man, you're not just going to give me no ultimatum, so that's what it was, so when I'm letting him go, he says something about, now he did not say the words Uncle Tom, but I'm smart, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and as you know, we have a majority white client base. Which is another conversation in itself and as far as confidence and taking over the room. However, he says something about, man, basically says something about kissing white people's ass. And I was like, okay, all right. So I got the Okay, well, hey, listen, it's been good. Be safe out here. (laughs) I wasn't about to indulge in the conversation. But to tie with my analogy with the Golden State Warriors. Now, if you fight to the top of any, any company, any company, like we only promote from within. So I, I started metaphorically, I started in the mailroom. So I started at the bottom and I answered to one man, the owner of the company. Ain't no chain of command. It ain't no like raise the ladder shit. I answered to one person, the owner. Right. So it's like. Any company you work for, unless you start your own company, any company you work for, any company you work for, there's some random white man at the top. 
It just it just is what it is. This is the system we live under. And so as a young black man, you get all the yeah, you got it, keep going, keep going, yeah. But now now I don't see myself ever owning the company, but I'm second in command along with seven, eight others We're on the same level and then everybody else underneath us. I made it to the top. And so now that I'm at the top, now it's, oh, I was kissing white people's ass the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Aside from the fact that these motherfuckers don't see me in the meetings telling us who we are to people. They don't see me making these calls, trying to book black clients, sympathizing with their fears. They don't see those parts. They see that you got fucking fired because you fucked up and I got to be the man to, to, to clean your mess up. And so now I'm kissing white people's ass the whole time. He nah, clearly, that's just, that's he, something easy for him to say. It's bullshit. He clearly don't listen to the podcast like at all. <laughs> yeah, he don't know. He didn't, listen, he didn't listen to the podcast at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just, you know, it. it I always say, I always say. Pay attention to how they leave. Oh, yeah. Whether it's friends, whether it's employees, whether it's girlfriends, whatever it is, pay attention to how they leave. Because how they leave tells you everything. I would say bye to everybody. Like, adios. Like, you know what I mean? Bruh. Whenever you leave the party. Every time we leave the podcast, if a yeah. friend is leaving, like I said, leaving the party, leaving the if if your lady is leaving, like whatever they're leaving, watch how they leave. Pay attention to how they leave. That will tell you everything. I get that there's certain situations that can be emotional. The first guy I fired, he fought for his job and I had to break it down to him why I couldn't save his job. But we ended amicably. Yeah. He he understood. This dude, not so much. And I told the first dude, if you ever need a reference, hit my line. Put me on that paper, man. I am never going to block your blessings. Oh, this guy, though. <laughs> this guy probably can't get that same respect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know we've had people that have left on, like, not necessarily the best of terms, it's basically like just them like not showing up yeah. on time, like every day. Bruh. And then like they're like there's a couple like no call mo shows. And then eventually we just told them was like, We'll give you a call back, like if we need you on the schedule. Yeah. Well, like she tried to get another job and they called asking about her. Well. <laughs> and my boss like my boss told me he was like, Yeah, we told him like whenever she showed up she was a good worker. But then they asked, so would you hire her back? It's like, nah can't like it's that's facts man that's super facts watch how they leave if they if they they want to shit on you when they leave that that is says so much more about your character about about yeah. their character so it's easy to leave on good terms bruh it ain't that hard man i had one guy leave he gave me a month notice a month notice that's my guy i can't i can't be mad he gave me yeah. a month notice and and killed every show for that whole month. 
Yeah, I know most people don't even put their two weeks in where yeah. I work. They're just like they're not they're not worth the fuck for those two weeks. You might as well just be done. I respect it. I, I respect it. So, anyone listening who knows me, I've been saying a lot lately. To get where I'm at, I never sacrifice no people. I only sacrifice titles. Only titles. I didn't sacrifice no people. I mean, you traveled a lot. I've traveled a lot, homie. For work. I've traveled know. a lot. I've had a lot double, of late double, nights. Double booked weekends, shit like that. Bruh. So I, I Listen. Ain't nobody gonna tell me that I'm not here for a motherfucking reason. For multiple motherfucking reasons. And so whoever's listening, if you sacrifice me, you feel it more than I do. Mm-hmm. Dead ass. And you know it. And you know it. No asses has been kissed out here. I did my job. I do it very well. Of 200 plus people in this entire company, you will never see my name out of that top five. Well, you could definitely tell the people that try to kiss ass and still do awful work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> not your, not your guy, not it's your like, oh, guy. Like, oh, I cleaned that, I cleaned that door over there. Oh, cool. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? You might listen. Mind your p's and q's where you need to, but when your name is called, speak speak your shit. You know what I'm saying? So, it annoyed me a little bit to hear that. But it was also, I mean, I wasn't gonna trip. I'm still, I'm still top man, and my man got to figure something else out. And I, I, I did what I could. So sucks to suck. Sucks to suck, man. Any, any, and any other, um, especially black man in a position of power. I know you feel it, and you, you, you're not alone. You, uh, and you know better than anybody else what you did to get there. If you're comfortable with yourself, you got no reason to feel embarrassed. If you know you were responsible and you know you earned that shit, keep pushing on, man. Salute to you. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've gotten arguments with my bosses and shit. Yeah, so man. I'm not going to, like, call you names. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. You know? And it's one thing to fight for your position, but, like, if you fucked up, eat it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I preach responsibility. And accountability. So if you were irresponsible, like you. be accountable. You know what I mean? I'm going to like you more if you admitted that you fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like every time I fucked up work, my boss was like, who did this? And I'm like, I did. <laughs> Proudly. It was me. <laughs> who did that shit? Or like, or like, if I see somebody doing like something fucking stupid, and I'm like, what are you doing this for like this? Like, oh, well... My bosses, like your bosses, told me this is how to do it. And I said, no, we're going to do it like this. And if they come to you and tell you to do it another way or ask you why you're doing it like this, tell them that I told you to do it this way. Yeah, I mean. So, like, yeah, if they have any questions about it, tell them to come holler at me about it. Holler at your guy. Holler yeah. at it. I'll take whatever comes, man. Yeah. I'll take whatever comes. That's, that's like I said, I'm in this spot for a reason, multiple reasons. And ain't no I was like, we're not gonna fucking kill you, like if you fucking fuck something up, like it's gonna happen. Facts. You're gonna fuck up more than you than you think, but it's all right. Mm-hmm. Like, just honest about it. No. It's all good, Playboy. Um, how you feel, man? You ready to get started? We yeah, about uh, about 29 minutes in, man. I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 90. Woo! Episode 90 of the Hard Camera 
THCXC, and I am your guy, your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, dog. <clears throat> Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are low down. Big Ren, let me know how I can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, Miguel. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. Then y'all can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen. Oh, to get that one out. Came from D. A a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out, y'all. That was Steph Curry deep. <laughs> that was Dame Lillard deep. That was that was Mr. Marcus deep. Um, check me out on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvi Desayuno, J U V I D E S A Y U N O. Check out the show page on Twitter and the Instant Grams at the Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Live coverage, witticisms, here to forth, whatnot, and things of that nature. But above all else, you listen to us on a few different platforms. You have the option to listen to us on a few different platforms, I should say. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Breaker. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Wherever you're listening, you listen to some heartwarming content, some heart-building content, content that don't kiss no ass, content that is here for a reason, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Fucking hey, man. Yeah, I mean... Big Ren, you can hear the excitement in my voice. This weekend, we've got AEW Full Gear. Mm. But before we get into Full Gear, i got to update y'all on the, uh, the updated numbers. Big Ren is sitting at 53 of 82 matches predicted for 64.63%. I'm sitting at... Right behind Big Ren, 49 of 82, 59.75%. We got a long way to go, dog. We got about six months left, dog. We okay. Uh, I'm close by, dog. Are you good? You you say what? Yeah, right behind me. If he's right behind me, you'd be at 52%. I mean, yeah, but I'm close. I'm close. (laughs) (laughs) I'm close. I'm I'm around around your heels. What's up? Socially distancing. No doubt. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Just under 6% you can, you away. You stay socially distanced for the rest of the fucking year. <laughs> no doubt. Keep your mask on, though, because I'm getting close. No <laughs> doubt, man. We got AEW full gear, dog. Before we jump into the card itself, man, just look at the overall joint. How you feel, man? How you feel about this card coming up? That's been the best card of the fucking year. Calling now. Dog, this motherfucker is super stacked. Super stacked. Like your favorite lady. Dumb this stacked. Fighter Turbo. Bruh. Bruh. It's Mortal Kombat 3. Bruh, this no, shit is. This, I'm trying to tell you, this shit Tekken 7. <laughs> Street Fighter 4, nigga. It's Virtual Fighter on this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, On paper, this. Listen. Yeah, this might be the one. This might be the one, the one. Um, I actually have now because you know some shows I I don't I I don't I kind of work through it as we talk. I actually have all of my picks made, mm. and I am sure I'm pretty pretty sure about all of them except one. But I'm not gonna switch. Every pick I have is gonna be my pick. How you feel about your picks? Have you made every? Have you decided everything? Um, 
kind of may lag some up just here uh, more recently. <laughs> I hear show. You. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Well, listen, let's jump right into it, man. We're going to start from the bottom and build all the way up. But looking at this card, man, listen, there are a lot of uh, a lot of main event candidates. <laughs> a lot of main event candidates. That's how stacked this is. Let's start from the bottom, man. It was on the buy-in, and now it is on the main show. We've got Orange Cassidy taking on John Four Silver of the Dark Order. Uh, how you see this going, man? Um... They've been having some hate for uh, Cassidy for a couple weeks now. Yeah, John uh, number four got involved with uh, Orange Cassidy's TNT Championship rematch with Cody. Kind of, kind of led to his defeat there. It's been brewing. Um, yeah, like, uh, man, it's gonna be a good one. I'm, I'm guessing this will start the night off. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know, man. There's so many good matches on this card. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot but, of candidates uh, for the hot opener. I'm gonna go with uh, Orange Cassidy on this. One. He's got he's got to get one. He's got to get a winner. Yeah, the thing with the Dark Order is that like, except for Brody Lee, you know, Stu Grayson and Evil Uno, like, the main tag team. It seems like the rest of the Dark Order is really there just to lose. Yeah, um, a lot of talent in the group, but a lot of them don't have any identity. Like I wouldn't. Like, I can't pick John Silver out of the lineup, to be honest. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, uh, Cole Cabana, Brody Lee, of course. But the rest of the squad, um, they definitely kind of fit the the underling role um, and, until it's time for them to really break out. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I'm going with Orange Cassidy as well. He 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 needs one. Um, I mean, the character is over, right? The character is, is over, period. So I, maybe needs is a little too strong. But um, yeah, most of his losses have been haven't been his fault, right? And 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 they're beginning you know against high pro. I mean, he lost against Cody. Like, there's not there's not too many people higher that you can lose to. Um, so I mean, you know, respectable losses. Uh, but yeah, I'm taking Orange Cassidy to uh, get the get the Duke get the W. Uh, moving on, man, the, uh, what is it, the Elite Deletion match. I didn't want to get it confused with the <laughs> WWE's version or TNA's version. The Elite Deletion match between Matt Hardy and Sammy Guevara. Do you have any idea what this match is? Um, you know what? I'm leaning toward, I'm leaning toward what it was, um, when, <clears throat> I believe he went, it was against Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy versus Bray Wyatt, before they became a tag team. So I'm expecting a cinematic match. I think it said it'll be at the Hardy Compound. So I'm expecting a cinematic match. Um, I'm guessing the way to win or lose is to, you know, be thrown in the the, the lake of deletion uh, or something like that. The lake of reincarnation, I believe is what it's called. Um, yeah, man, you know, I, I feel like this is kind of like the makeup match from the uh, the brawl they had that didn't really go the way it should have at... Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah i think it's you know the match that they want to have or intend to have and plus you know having it at the hardy compound uh you know they can they can put it together how they want you know so there's not the same um the same chance of you know like falling <laughs> 12 feet and smacking your dome um <laughs> talk to me about it man how you see this thing going i'm trying to think like nobody really needs like reinvented Right. right now, right you now, 
only reason I say that is because of the, the lake of reincarnation or whatever. I feel like that's not what happens with those type of things. Yeah. Yeah, they get, they get thrown in and come out, come out a trans person. Right, right. You know, you don't, you don't know how deep that lake goes. <laughs> right, Mr. Marcus Deep. <laughs> I should stop. <laughs> I should stop. But go ahead. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna go ahead and pick uh, Matt Hardy on this one now. Yeah, because uh, he got fucked up on this uh, on this past week. He, he did. Uh, yeah, so. he caught the caught the twist of fate from Sammy Guevara right before the the Bucks private party match. Um, yeah, I I'm going with Matt Hardy as well. Something about home court advantage, um, and I feel like. But, you know, it's kind of tough, man. You know, Sammy Guevara's had a really, well, everyone's had a really weird 2020, but he's had a really weird 2020 as far as kind of off and on being on television. Um, he looked great this past week. He did. He did. But, I mean, he missed some time after taking the one wing angel in the stadium stampede match. Uh, he missed some time with, you know, the, the, the controversy with what he said, you know, about Sasha Banks. He missed some time after um, losing to Matt Hardy before. So I imagine, like, if he were to lose this match, that he'd, you know, take a little bit of time off as well, whether he's reinvented or not. So a little bit of me was like, yeah, Sammy Guevara. But, um, I mean, it'd be interesting to see Sammy Guevara, you know, come into Matt Hardy's place and, and you know what I'm saying, make it make it shake. But something in me is going with Matt Hardy. I think that's the safer pick. I'm looking forward to actually what you just said, like seeing Sammy Guevara come up and Matt's neighborhood or neck of the woods, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> make it go. And make mm-hmm. it go. Yeah, man, it should be interesting. You know, and I'll give this too. You know, AEW, um, I like their cinematic matches. I think they did a better job. I liked the Britt Baker Big Swole match more than more than others seem to. Um, but with their cinematic matches, I I I've kind of enjoyed them. I kind of enjoyed them. And not just because it's AEW, but, you know, go back in the archives. We've talked about why we enjoyed them. But, yeah, I, I enjoyed them a little more. So. I'm looking forward to it. I, I didn't even know it was a cinematic match until you just said something. I'm leaning. Well, and it hasn't been said, but it being at the Hardy compound, that's what I'm leaning toward. I don't think they'll do it like a live match. Myself. That's just kind of me. Um, I'll be honest, man. I'm I'm not... Now I, I like and respect Matt Hardy over the years. I've never really been like a like a Matt Hardy guy, um, so you know I wouldn't mind seeing Sammy Guevara win, but you know we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I I, I believe Matt is is dedicated to you know getting ready for the next generation. So even if Sammy loses, I don't think he'll he'll look good in a loss. I, I'll put it that way. Oh yeah, yeah. Moving forward. Oh, what's that? What's that? I wonder if Matt's still pissed at him for fucking splitting his head open with that chair. I would have to think some kind of receipt is coming. Like, he busted him with the chair and then, like, fell 12 feet and busted his head on on the concrete. Like, there's history here, you know? Oh. Moving forward, man. This one I'm I'm looking forward to. Now, we didn't talk about... um, well, let me announce it first. If MJF wins, he gets to join the inner circle. It is Chris Jericho versus MJF. Uh, we didn't get to talk about the the dinner, uh, Le Dinner Debonair. What do you think about that whole segment? They fucking killed that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
What, what, what did you think? Um, I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it. Um, reading about some of the inspiration behind it, I forget which movie or which which show he was re- they were referencing, but basically like how they bust into this musical number, but like nobody, like nobody um, responded to it. Like oh, they just bust on the musical number and then it just goes back to normal, like nothing happened. Um, I have a feeling. And I'm going to put myself out there. I have a feeling that I may not have liked it as much if it was WWE, which is really unfair. Mm-hmm. Do you feel the same way? Honestly, I haven't even thought about it like that. Mm. It can never cross my mind. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think I've seen WWE ever do anything like that. No. No. 20 plus being a fan. Right. You know? Right. True enough. But... Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I can't really give an answer on that because I've never seen him do it like that. Yeah, and I haven't either. I, I think it's, um, and we've talked about it before, and it may, it may feel a little easy to dump on WWE for doing things, doing anything. Um, I, I do wonder, you know, how it would have felt. It may, you know, maybe it needed the right, the right people, um, to, to do it, to make it work, but. Um, just to be, you know, a little, a little, a little transparency, a little, a little honesty. Maybe I would not have liked it as much as WWE, and I wasn't like the hugest fan of it anyway. Um, you know that that segment, but it was, it was cool. It was what it was. It was different. It was different. Yeah, it was. I think, you, I think I, I think I liked the intro better. They were arguing about stakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rare from well done to rare. Yeah. Did um. Uh, say fucking, fucking that chick's name up. Yeah, <laughs> fucking the waitress's name up. Yeah, I like how they equally try to out asshole each other in literally everything. Literally everything. Perfect two dudes to do it though against each other. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And we saw the quick little brawl um, on AEW this past Wednesday. Uh, their first bit of contact, you know, to add a little more heat to it all. I wasn't mad at that either. Did- it, was, it was good. I'm looking forward to this match. I am too. Because it's, it's, you know, of course we know they can go in the ring, but this is so character driven too. To where whatever doesn't happen in the ring, the characters in the ring are going to make me care a little bit more. Um, Towards a little bit more, a little more leeway to enjoy the match. Did you get to see MJF? There was a video posted after that uh, dinner debonair. Uh, MJF was part of an acapella group in high school. I did not see that. <laughs> Listen, boy, boy, boy was out here crooning, dog. <laughs> boy, boy, boy was crooning. I ain't mad, man. I ain't mad. So talk to me, man. How you see this match going? See, I, I'm I'm picking MJF in this one, mm. but I don't think he's gonna join. Really? Yeah. So you think he did it all for nothing, just to be a just to yeah. be a cock? And I mean MJF and Chris Jericho feud. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, but like cause they don't like. Honestly, I th- I think there's more to this story if he doesn't join the inner circle. Really? Okay. Yeah, totally. Like I mean, I think they like, they could have a good feud. Yeah. MJF and Jericho, maybe like maybe like they have a couple more matches, and one of the few. I mean, one of the matches is like if you win, you'll be like the leader of the inner circle or something. Mm. You know. Okay, so he doesn't necessarily join, but tries to take over. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'm going with MJF as well. Um, it's gonna be one of those nights, ain't it? It looks like it's gonna be one of those nights, man. Um, 
I'm going with MJF because I just think there's more story to tell if he does join the inner circle. Because, of course, he's not going to, like, forever be in the inner circle, right? Um, it could cause turmoil in between the click. Yeah. Or maybe he does try to weasel in and take over. Um, but I think there's more story to tell if he joins the inner circle than not joining the inner circle. Um, clearly, yeah, this is match one of the feud. So we're going to we're going to see some more. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, again, Chris Jericho is one of those guys, too. You know, he, he's, he, he wants to, you know, help put over the next generation. MJF was actually considered to be in the inner circle originally, um, you know, until it was more decided that, you know, he's better off as a, as a solo act. He lost to Moxley. That was the only match he lost. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, lost to Moxley. Um, very well protected character. He doesn't wrestle all the time. No. But he doesn't need to. Though. He doesn't need to. Yeah. You know, another character driven guy. Um, he doesn't need to wrestle. But when he does, like, he can go. Yeah, the man can go. Um,. So you pick MJF, but he's not gonna join. I'm picking MJF, and I think he will join. But it will be it'll be contentious. It'll be uh there'll be some be some tension between the members, especially because you know half the members don't want him. Yeah. Um, and actually, I wouldn't say any of the members want him. Chris Jericho doesn't seem like he wants him. Santana is on the fence. Um, Ortiz and you know Sammy Guevara had the match against him and Wardlow. And Jake Hager is like, he don't like nobody. <laughs> he doesn't like anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's not rolling. He's not rolling for nothing. So this will be fun, man. Because MJ, if MJF joins, that means Wardlow is there too. Does it really mean Wardlow is there? I I don't think they're going to do the MJF-Wardlow breakup yet. Because, I mean, they could totally do it right here. They could. They, I mean, MJF could be like, fuck you, dude. I'm in the inner circle. Right. Yeah, exactly. I feel you. They've definitely been planting those seeds and planting those for a while. But I don't think I don't think we see that breakup just yet. I don't think we see it just yet. That's got some uh that's got got, got some legs to that story too. Uh compliments to the story the storytelling, man. Oh yeah, big time. Um speaking of storytelling, this is my favorite story in AEW. Just the yeah, just I, I I can't speak highly enough of it. The finals of the number one contender tournament for the AEW Championship: Hangman Adam Page versus Kenneth Omega. <sighs> I've been saying for weeks, Hangman needs to punch Kenny in the face. I broke down how Kenny is an asshole after they lost to FTR. This past week, we had another wrinkle in the story as Hangman and Kenny came and saved Young Bucks from uh, from the beatdown of FTR. I love... Now, I talked about how Cody is like the best babyface in AEW, but Hangman is right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's right there. I goddamn Jim Ross asked him how many drinks he's had today. Shut up, Jim. Bruh. Big match yeah. coming up, dude. <laughs> Bruh. I, I I love this story. I can't speak highly enough of it, man. Talk me through it, my guy. Oh man. Like See it it, it seems I mean, Hangman always drinks. But it seems mm-hmm. like he's been drinking just a little bit more this past couple of weeks. Hmm. Seems like. 
about to face one of his boys, her former boys. He's been nervous. Yeah, as he admitted. He didn't want to admit it. Right. Yeah, (laughs) true. He did. Right. (laughs) Uh, Man, I'm a huge fucking Hangman fan. Probably my favorite wrestler in AEW right now. Mm. But. Mm. However. Yeah. I think I think Omega's gonna win this one. Mm. It just it just sets it up like it keeps it going. It keep it's gonna keep this going. Yeah. For the better way. Like, I mean, it was gonna it was gonna keep going either way, no matter who wins. Yeah. But I think this is a better storyline if Hangman loses this one. I feel you. I feel you. Um. So talk me through it character wise. You know what what happens with both of them. Oh, I mean, well, whoever. I think I think Omega will eventually win the title, mm-hmm. and then we'll get it'll it'll come back to Hangman and Omega, and those will be some of the best matches we're ever gonna fucking see. E. Oh man, yeah, no, it's but it's tough to say like who, like so is this so I mean is Omega gonna fight whoever wins Moxley uh, and. Uh, Kingston. I think the winner does face them. I don't. Well, you know what? When's the next pay-per-view? It's November, so the next pay-per-view is in February. So I don't know if they wait till February and just build it, or you know if they do it on a random episode of Dynamite. But I don't think I don't think you put that match on Dynamite. Like you got to make the people pay for it. And the way they do storylines, shit. They can build it. Yeah, they can build it naturally. Yeah, I'm with that. Um, so I've been on this microphone for a long time now, and I predicted very early that Kenny Omega would be the man to take the title from John Moxley. I have to stick with that prediction. I got to see it through. Kenny Omega becomes the number one contender and eventually defeats John Moxley. Because that, that first match they had, Omega and Mox, that was that unsanctioned match, right? Yep, yep. A whole that's lot of insane. a whole lot of storytelling, right? Like, for one, when you eventually get to that match, now that match didn't count, and that was something that I held against AEW, that they didn't let it count. It kind of bothered me that they took that way out. Um, But you get Kenny who, listen, even if it didn't count in the record books, it counted in his heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Counting it in his mind. Horts. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's horde of horts. So that build is going to be great to pay off that aspect of Kenny. But as far as Hangman and Kenny go, Kenny is an asshole. We're going to see a big time on Saturday. Yeah. Now his entrance is going to be interesting. I want to see what the entrance is going to be like for pay per view because he's been wilding out with these matches. And we're going to have fans. I mean, they've been having fans locally, but, I mean, I think yeah. it's getting scratchy. It's getting, it's getting scratch, it's, it's scratching out. This is going to be like a thousand people. I can barely hear you now. Really? Yep. Oh, no. Uh, still a little faded. I swear it's my fucking input on my fucking phone. How about now? A little better. A little better. Um... But, yeah, of course, yeah, you know, the fans are going to be there. That entry is going to be great. But, you know, the thing is, you know, on one side, like I said, Kenny is an asshole, and he's leaning more and more into it. So, 
I think he wins clean, but there's going to be, you know, a little hint of like chicanery, nefariousness. You know what I'm saying? And then with Hangman, he's. Say again? Drunk. No, he won't be drunk. He's gonna be. He's gonna be. He's gonna be super focused. He is gonna be super. Fo- the way he. The way he talked to Kenny, like, and the way he talked to Jr. He told Jr. He's gonna whoop his ass. And the way he talked to Kenny, I think he knows that Kenny is underestimating him. He remembers how Kenny left. But like we earlier, he didn't say bye. He didn't say bye. Pay attention to how they leave. Pay attention to how they leave. Hangman Adam Page is going to be so ready on Saturday. I just don't think it'll be enough. Hangman already feels like he's been overlooked. He feels bad about how his friendships have broken up. He already knows he's been manipulated by FTR. He already lost to Chris Jericho. Yeah. Like th- This could be like a quick roll-up pin, actually, when, like, not like a quick match. A quick roll up pin. I don't see it. I think it'll no. be. I think it'll be a one winged angel. I think it's going to be a knockdown drag out joint. The quick pin. I don't think he'll get it done. I think he'll be too ready for that. He. They're going to have to beat each other. Yeah, but he did say tonight too. Though you said you, said you think it'll be the one winged angel. I mean, uh, Hangman said tonight. He said, I know how to reverse all of his moves. This is true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. One thing I just thought of too, you know, the one winged angel has been so protected, so protected. You remember the uh, the Young Bucks match? Didn't Hangman hit the one winged angel in that match? Yeah, that was so that was so dope. Yeah. So he might hit the fucking one winged angel on him on Kenny. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was gonna say though, it just hit me. The one winged angel has been so protected that I could see. Kenny letting Hangman kick out of it at least one time. No yeah. one kicks out of it, even in New Japan. I think maybe Okada kicked out once, but like nobody kicks out of the one winged angel. Like that is the finisher of all finishers. I, I think see this one going. I think we see Hangman kick out once of the one winged angel, just to let you know he ain't Hangman Page ain't nothing to fuck with. But after this, man, when when Hangman loses, like I think we see a, a little bit more of a spiral, more of a spiral. I don't know what it'll take to uh, to get him out of it. I just had an idea um, as it relates to another match, but I don't know. But of all of the matches, this is the one I want to see the most. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, this is definitely. The- match of the night already calling it bruh and we still got a few matches that are going to slap speaking to how stacked this card is but this is the one i want to see the most but you're right i think we see kenny you know win the title go on to be the asshole of assholes and then maybe adam page finally deep into kenny's reign maybe he finally is the guy to knock kenny off that high horse there's so there's so much to tell with this story it's tense now but it's not quite personal yet. I'm looking forward to see what they got cooking up for us. Bruh, throw it on the stove, the grill, propane, or charcoal. I'm with it. Make it medium. Like a Make little pink, medium. just a little pink. Oh, man. How you like your steaks? See, I don't even, I don't even know. Um, 
uh, medium rare. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. What were you going to say? I'm sorry, sidebar. Uh, uh, (laughs) I just realized that AEW is going to be on the night before Thanksgiving this year. I'm looking forward to that episode. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) the Thanksgiving episode. That's funny. They're cooking it up for us, man. All the storylines they've brought us, they've been fucking, they haven't fed us no goddamn, no fucking steak and trying to tell us or they haven't fed us no goddamn Salisbury steak trying to tell us this fucking prime cut shit dead ass you know this, this, this ain't steakums <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying this ain't hamburger helper <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> that's facts man I'm, I'm so looking forward to this match moving on man for the AEW ooh excuse me the AEW women's championship we get the rematch Hikaru Shida takes on Nyla Rose the woman she defeated for the AEW Women's Championship. I was actually surprised that she beat Nyla Rose. What was that? Double or nothing? Double or nothing yeah, street fight? Surprised. I was surprised that she defeated Nyla Rose. Um, Nyla was like, listen, Duke, I want you. She was like, okay, bet. I want you too. Like, what's up? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get these hands. Um, oh. Talk me through it, man. How you see this one going? I think we're having a new champion. Mm. Mm. Yeah. They can't, they can't have her do this twice. Times, mm. I feel you. There is yeah, an. And she's got Vicky. Ah, that's what so. I was gonna mention. There is an added factor with uh, Vicky Guerrero. I'm not sure that like Vicky is like great on the mic. She didn't really do too much great mic work since we've been introduced. But she's a well known figure who adds instant credibility to Nyla Rose, who already was credible. I mean, that's I mean yeah. that's, that's the native beast. Um. But yeah, man. I you know, oh wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. You said you weren't changing no picks. I know. <laughs> I know. You know what I just thought of though? I oh wow. Fuck me, dude. Okay, okay, okay. I'll be honest. I'll be honest, right? And I'm not changing yet, but I'm gonna talk my way through this. I'm just gonna figure it out. As the show started, right? Nyla Rose. I was picking Nyla Rose. However, there's one woman who is destined to be AEW champion. Britt Baker? DMD. And I, I don't see her taking it off of a heel Nyla Rose. Maybe this goes to a no contest. Maybe it's uh, maybe uh, DMD gets uh, involved. Mm, they don't be doing the WWE shit. They don't. They give us clean finishes, dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they've ever gave us a finish like that, so, Bruh, uh, Dry clean finishes, dog. Breast with the starch on them, smelling great. <laughs> Damn! Oh wow, this is tough, bro. Because and I don't know the rankings either. I'm not sure where Britt Baker is ranked. Um, and I imagine Britt Baker. Well, it hasn't been announced, but I would imagine they would want to showcase her on this card. Like maybe it's a last minute card that they add, a last minute match that they add. I mean, you can't. I mean, Britt Baker is over. Yeah. I mean, she's great in the ring. She's marketable. Is the word I'll use. She's marketable, and great in the ring. And she's a dentist, and she's a role model. 
So we need these times right now, these trying times. These tough, tough times. Trying times. Play the piano, Bob. From a Boys to Men fans. Wow. I uh, I want to keep it. I want to make it zesty because we've agreed on everything. So you're about to change it up? Like, but I almost was like, man, you know what? Nyla Rose sounds like the smarter pick. Um, you know what? Nah, man, you know what? I'll keep it zesty. Why not? Why not? We'll zest it up. We got six months to make it Over back. There. Say what? Over the cilantro up on there. Little cilantro, Sorry dog. Love some cilantro. Love cilantro. It adds pop to any dish. Pop. A little, little pop to any dish. I'm going with Sheeta. I'm going to go with Hikaru Sheeta. I'm going to go with Sheeta. Uh, they did have a little scuffle. They did have a scuffle. Nyla Rose used Hikaru Shida's finishing move to, to take out Red Velvet. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I'm going to go with Sheeta to lead to the eventual clash with, with Britt Baker. Um, wow. I'm not confident about this. <laughs> not at all. Yeah, you're kind of, you're getting a bit sketchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see that, right? Yeah. I'm usually a better man than that. Yeah. I'm usually steadfast in my convictions. Wow. But I know hey, who I picked. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And then Britt Baker came to mind, and then you just, just yeah, messed my whole world up. Um, there's a joke in there somewhere, but I, I respect people's relationships. Uh, moving forward. For the TNT Championship, Cody Rhodes defends the title against Darby Allen. Talk to me, oh. dog. So, like, is Cody heel or is he face? Like, Cody is Cody. Yeah, Cody is so fucking Cody. Cody like, Rhodes might be the best rapper alive. Man. Because, <laughs> I mean, hell, like, last week we had, uh, was it, it was Orange Cassidy and Cody in the Lumberjack match, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Arn Anderson cracked Orange Cassidy with the fucking belt. He did. He you did. Know, I don't know if Cody's seen that, but, I mean, like, but. I'm not sure he did. I'm not sure he did. And even with Cody. Like, before he lost the belt to Brody Lee, and even since he got it back from Brody Lee, like, there have been moments where he's gotten a little full of himself. And you can see that Arn was like, yo, like, you're bugging right now. Like, get focused, homie. Get focused. Maybe he... Shit, though, too. Say it again? Then Arn went and fucking... Clocked And I'm thinking maybe that's because he saw Cody wasn't focused. He had to do what he had to do for his guy to, to keep the title, right? Yeah. Um, I love the shades of gray aspect because, you know, even if we're good people, we have times where we might do something that other people don't like. You know what I'm saying? I don't want y'all to see me doing this. <laughs> Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> we, call, we call that a callback, ladies and gentlemen. Facts, man. Yeah. So I if, if I had to choose, he's a baby face. But he's a man who is fighting for the top prize in his heart. The top prize in the company in his heart. You got to do what you got to do to hold on to it. I mean, listen, that's Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson has done some things. He's not the 
cleanest shaven dude in the room. My know. man is not dry clean with the starch and the pressing. No. no. Uh, he uh he leaves his shit. He lets his shit air dry. L- man, all in the clothesline. He broke. He broke Cody's oh, daddy's arm. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Like, yeah. So, and this is interesting too. I mean, this is what like their fourth match. This is their third, like their third or fourth match. They had a draw, and I think Cody won a couple of them afterward. Um, so there's there's history here. Cody again with the promo, like he said, "Listen, Duke, you not the ace, homie. You not the ace, man. You looking at the ace, Duke." I think he's gonna be the ace this weekend. You picking Cody? Nope. Say it again. Picking Darby. Oh, you think Darby will be the ace this weekend? So do I. <laughs> the way he's been lurking. So the do I. And like, and and Darby, like, I just feel like Darby's a dude that's like, like he's seen Orange Cassidy get fucking cheated last week. He's mm-hmm. like, man, fuck that. Like, he doesn't have too many friends, but, like, he doesn't like to see somebody get, like, fucked over. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've, I've, uh, for a long time, I've called Darby Allen as being, like, a low-key star of AEW. He's, he's like a, I mean, I don't want to just keep comparing him to Jeff Hardy. He's a darker Jeff Hardy in the sense that he's small, reckless, wilding out. But the boy just got heart, man. <laughs> the boy got I, I, mad heart. I could honestly see fucking uh, Darby winning on Saturday and giving Orange Cassidy a shot on Wednesday. That'd be kind of tight. I want to see them. I, w- I want to see that match. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, he's seen him get fucked over, and he was like, man, that ain't right. Yeah. I want to see that match, man. Darby, Darby wants the smoke from everybody. Yeah. Darby he's wants the smoke. His friend is fucking crazy. Yeah. He wants the smoke. I, I chose Darby specifically for two reasons. The first one being that he never beat Cody. Never lost to him though either. No, he lost to him. They, it was a oh, draw. Yeah. He it was a draw yeah. the first match, and then in their subsequent rematches, Cody won. Um, I think yeah, I think one of them was in the TNT Championship tournament. Um, Cody won, and so I think he I think he gets that win. He finally he finally knows he's been in the, in the Raptors in the, the Raptors the Raptors just lurking, watching, right, scoping. Uh, but also that Cody promo. When I got done watching that, that all but sealed it for me. That basically sealed it for me. He put he put Darby over in such a way, being the best rapper alive, that just it sealed it for me. So it's something in them boys' blood that just always cut fire as promos. It's man, listen, some in that blood. Because listen, we don't give Dustin enough credit. He just, he's never on the mic too much. Whatever he is, though, he's on point. Boy got bars, man. That whole family got bars, man. Whole family got bars. I can only imagine a, a night of drinking sitting around the table with those dudes. I can't imagine the shit they be talking, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Big boy bars. I'm telling you, yeah, dude. I love to be a fly on the wall in that room. Big boy bars. But I'm with it, man. I think Darby. Uh, I don't. I don't think on the surface that Cody is underestimating Darby exactly. 
But in the match, Cody is gonna he's 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 gonna transition a little into you know the over not the overzealous but the cocky Cody. He's gonna so, fuck up. Yeah, and Darby's gonna take advantage, and I think Darby gets that win, and and we get a new TNT champion, man. Darby's just been fucking scoping from the Raptors for a couple weeks now. Just waiting and watching, like Dang. Sting. He's he part st- he's part Sting, part Jeff Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, man. Two more matches left. This one has been a dream match for years. Let's definitely hope it lives up to the hype. I'm trying to see some barns get burned for the AEW Tag Team Championship. We have FTR taking on the Young Bucks with the added stipulation. If the Young Bucks lose, they can no longer challenge for the Tag Team Championship. Why do people do this shit? Bruh. Mm. Like, like, are they going to make like a fucking TNT tag team? <laughs> like, the old, uh, like the old, like uh, the old WCW, how they yeah. would have the, uh, the world tag champs and the United States tag champs. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that'd be fire because FTR is fucking winning this shit. <laughs> <laughs> He said no foreplay, right to it. FTR is taking it. So so talk me through it, man. Why why FTR? I mean like FTR dude, they're fucking awesome. And like mm-hmm. and like honestly like that's not even why they're gonna win. Mm-hmm. But I think the Bucks are gonna get I think they're gonna be trying to act too hard up in there. Mm-hmm. The little shit they're trying to pull right now, you know, it's just gonna fucking completely backfire. Yeah. And honestly, like, I don't know where they go from here. Mm-hmm. Um Hopefully, like, honestly, I hope they just are crybabies, like they have been kind of being. Because I like it. It's it's good stuff. Compelling content. Yeah. Yeah. This is a really interesting dichotomy in the sense that FTR are bad guys who do bad things because they're bad guys, right? Yeah. The Young Bucks have been doing bad things because they're losing control of themselves. Exactly. At heart, yes, they're cocky little punks, but they are good guys at the heart of it all. They like, just... Chicks always want to go with the bad boys, you know. And they've we seen... The bad boys yeah. FTR for a little bit, and they're like, oh my god, you guys are too bad. And well... Bucks, you know who, like, okay, you guys are just a little bit bad, so we're cool. We're right, right. You know who you know who the chicks are in this case? The tag team championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. FTR got the chicks by being bad guys. They broke up the elite. They've come and just run roughshod. They got the leather jackets. Drinking beer. Drinking beer on TV. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bucks were like, damn, man, that's what that's what that's what they like? Damn. Damn, he got the 360 waves? Damn. The Bucks, they're drinking surge. Right. <laughs> Shit. And <laughs> FTR, they're drinking straight cold ones. Right, 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 right. And so these last couple months, the Bucks have just Of course they're talented and they feel like they should have been tag champs. But I mean, they lost a private party. Um 
you know, in the in the tournament, they lost to, you know, Hangman and Kenny after they felt like they were the best team in the world and you're just two guys put together. The FTR broke up their entire friendship and now it's just like, yo, what do we do? Like we're losing we're losing control of ourselves. Um that added stipulation, dude, of the Bucks never being able to challenge again. Like, I gotta credit, and we talked about it before, I wanna credit the elite. Um, I want to credit, you know, specifically the, the the executive vice presidents, Cody, Young Bucks, Kenny. They didn't just they didn't just give themselves all the championships. No, which I mean, like I guarantee a lot of people expect that to happen. Right, right, and I'm sure they were like, "Yo, they expect us to do this," <laughs> right? Because I mean, it, it flew by, but full gear is a year since Cody lost the championship match against Chris Jericho. To where he can't challenge anymore. So they've stuck true to that stipulation for at least an entire year. That, that just makes it so much better, honestly. Yeah. So, I mean, damn. Are the Bucks just not going to be able to challenge for the championships? And like that, like, I mean, they set that up themselves. They did. They you know. did. And my. And, like, okay. I, I don't ever see them splitting up. No, they're brothers. I well, I mean, shit. The Hardys split up. They got back together, but they split up. Yeah, but like, I mean, maybe like I don't know. Like, maybe they split up, and then once they get back together, it's like, oh, like now we can challenge because we broke up. <laughs> we're not the young bucks anymore. We're the old bucks. Yeah, we're just the bucks. <laughs> that that was for the young bucks. <laughs> yeah, we're just the bucks now. We're just the bucks. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. That is funny. So. I am going with, with all that said, with all of that said, I am going with FTR. They, I mean, you know, on one hand, we didn't mention, yeah, they've got the the built-in excuse. Matt, I was about to call him Matt Hardy. Matt Jackson has the ankle injury. Um, that shit off this past week, too. Say it again. Broke that shit off this past week, too. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it gives him a built-in out. But also, you know how we talked about, you know, when I mentioned the story, there's more legs if MJF joins the inner circle. There's more legs with Hangman losing. I want to see what happens when another part of the elite starts to spiral out of control. I want to see what. Well, the elite is basically fucking broken any damn way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Hangman. I mean, yeah, Hangman came out this past week. Yeah, to defend them kind of. And yeah, Omega came out. Cody was nowhere to be found, but it was Dustin. Right, right. So I want to ask this. Well, not not yet, <laughs> not yet. So we talked about Hangman losing. We talked about both. You know, the Bucks losing as well. Do you see the Bucks? Extending extending themselves to Hangman Adam Page. Uh, I don't know, man. That's that's a super tough one. Yeah. Uh, um, maybe Nick, but not Matt. <laughs> you think that wound is a little too uh still too open, still too yeah. raw? Because they wouldn't even be here right now if it wasn't for. I mean, they wouldn't be in the situation, you know, if it wasn't for Hangman. True. 
And also for FTR. I mean, FTR got in his head, but you're right. You're right. But also, listen, his ankle could be shattered to shit <laughs> right now if it wasn't for if it wasn't for a hangman, uh, you know, interfering, intervening. So here's here's where I see this maybe going, right? So uh, you know, hangman saved the Bucks. Kenny jumped in as well. FDR has been causing all kind of shenanigans. Tully Blanchard also manages Sean Spears. So we got four on one side, three on the other side, and a certain match that they did not get to pull off back right before COVID started. What we were all looking forward to. Mm. Are we building to blood and guts? I hope we are. Mm. That has to be in front of fans. Mm. My question is, if we are, we're just speculating, of course, right? If we are, who is their fourth? I can't even call it. It's like impossible to call, right? <laughs> like, I mean, maybe like, and I don't even know how it would fit because I feel like he, I feel like he came back a bit too early. Uh, I feel like uh, with Pac, he made his announcement this week. You know, he had his little. Program. Ooh. Like I feel like he wants to run a solo. Like he's never been like a team dude. Ooh. Well, no, that's not true. Cause he, um, he was actually part of Death Triangle. Yeah. And then COVID, COVID did it. And as you heard in the promo, in the video package, you know, Eddie Kingston was like, oh, where, where's your little British friend, right? Yeah. Wow. Listen. Yeah, that, would be, <laughs> that would be hard, hard, hard. You know he can fucking go. And he's got history with Kenny. Um, I want to see Pac and Hangman now. <laughs> I want to see that oh. right now. Um. I don't, you know what? I I I could see him showing up at full gear in some capacity. I, I honestly, I, I don't think they should have done this promo. They could have saved this promo for next Wednesday. And he showed up. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, I mean, like they could have just had him pop up on this upcoming Saturday at full gear. Mm. Have him pay for that promo. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. No, uh, I'm not mad at it either. Yeah, no, I, de- I, yeah, I definitely see your line of thinking. I, I do, I do like that. Because I was wondering if it was going to be a video or if it was going to be like him in the arena. Yeah. And so, if they did it on Dynamite, I'm glad it was a video because when he shows up, finally, it's going to mean a lot more. Because I think when he shows up, it won't be advertised. Maybe he, I mean, maybe he shows up this weekend and graduates FTR, which would be tight. And right, and and even then, right. I think when he does finally make his way into the arena, it won't be advertised. It'll be something you have to catch. You'd be lucky enough to catch. I mean, I was even surprised, like when I looked up like the uh, the lineups for the show on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and seeing that Pac was making an announcement, I was like, hmm, that's kind yeah. of strange that they even announced that. But yeah. it's not that strange that they announced that, and like, there's a possibility that he could show up a full gear. Right, 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 right. And I do like that they announced it because it was a way of like, hey, remember? Remember Pac? Mm-hmm. You don't, don't forget about Pac. Remember my guy, 
Because when he comes back, it's gonna it's be hell to pay. Hard. Bruh, bruh. I'm yeah. I'm I'm with it. I'm with that smoke. I'm with that smoke. Let him take on Darby Allen for the TNT Championship. I'm with all the smoke. Let him be the oh yeah. Let him be TNT champ. I'm with the smoke, bro. Give me the smoke. Uh, so we've agreed on literally everything but one match, and that was even a last second flip. We are here at the main event. Now we compared, uh, you know, WWE's I Quit match inside Hell in a Cell with this I Quit match. Um, we talked about, you know, how the 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 Roman Reigns Jey Uso story might be better than Moxley Kingston, and we talked about how the violence of Moxley Kingston is going to be better than Jey Uso and Roman Reigns. Hey, here's the thing, man: the violence is going to be crazy. Don't but, be there. But with this promo this past Wednesday. The story is right there, too. Eddie Kingston can go on the fucking mic. Bruh. Every, dude, everybody in AEW can fucking go on the mic. Bruh, it's a lot of great promos, ain't it? <laughs> it's a lot of great promos. And it was real. It was so real. For the AEW Championship, before we get too far, for the AEW Championship, an I Quit match, John Moxley taking on Eddie Kingston. Uh, John Moxley talked about sitting at Eddie Kingston's mother's table and used his mother's name and said he made a promise that he broke. <laughs> this is going to be really good. This is probably number three match of the night for me. Yeah. What's number two? Oh, uh, FTR and FTR Bucks. and Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Talk me through this one, man. Man, it's going to be rough. Like, uh, I'm not the like, I'm not the biggest fan of Iquit matches. Oh, They're no? They're cool. Yeah. They're cool, but, like, just the fact that, like, you have to quit is like, I mean, because we almost seen it not happen on Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you going to do if Roman Reigns just passes out? Like, what are you going to do then? Like, right. wait until he wakes back up? Basically, like, yeah. <laughs> Basically. So, I mean, like, I don't think I don't think it'll go on as long, but, mm. but that right there makes it, it's going to have to be more brutal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm interested because we've only ever seen WWE style I quit matches, right? Um and now you know the Rock and Mankind that was that was violent. It was, that was, that was it, one of the craziest ones ever. It was violent, right? Um you know we've seen John Cena in JBL, we've seen John Cena in Batista, um and of course Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. I I don't see any fluff with this one. I don't see I don't see Eddie Kingston's faction getting involved. He's gonna tell them stay in the back. He wants this one one on one, which Moxley means don't have any boys anyways. Say it again. Moxley don't have any boys anyways. Right, right. J- shit. John Moxley is literally the only person. Well, besides Darby Allen, I'll give it Darby Allen. John Moxley is the only person who doesn't have a click in AEW. <laughs> Um, and I guess maybe that's why they, you know, respect each other the way they do, but yeah, he has no click. He's, he's, he's a one man show. And I think Eddie Kingston 
needs this match the way he needs it to where he's not going to let anyone get involved. He wants to be the man to do it on his own. Uh, hopefully, like, hopefully his boys don't turn on him because he's fucking going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing, right? Aside from, like... Aside from when I say, you know, Kenny Omega is going to be the man to take the title from John Moxley. Aside from that, I don't see Eddie Kingston. At, I don't just see them putting him as the guy, right? So it's like, what is he? What are they going to do? What is John Moxley going to have to do to make Eddie Kingston say, "I quit"? I mean, because that, that unsanctioned match him and Omega had. That was that was pretty fucking crazy. Dog, listen to match. listen to Eddie Kingston talk. Look up some of what he's done. I believe everything Eddie Kingston says. Oh yeah, he's, that motherfucker's never told a lie. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like, do you, do you think they actually plan on bringing him uh, bringing him in after the? Uh, after the TNT title shot when he first came to AEW, do you think they actually planned on keeping him? Oh. Like, let's see how you do tonight. Or was it a result of it? You know what? I don't know. I don't know. Because Ricky Starks got signed the same way. Yeah. I don't know. That is a really good question. I'm really not sure. Um, We haven't seen all those people that came for the the title. Right. Right. Yeah, not not everybody made it. Not everybody made it, you know? Yeah. Um, I actually thought you were going to ask if... uh, if they meant to put Eddie Kingston in this spot after the whole battle Royal thing. See, I mean, I think, I think that was what, what led all up to this, obviously. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I guess I wonder how much of the battle Royal was like, like, did it (laughs) say it again? Like the whole battle Royal was basically about Eddie. Well, yeah, did, 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 was it intentional that Eddie wasn't eliminated and they just made, and they made chicken stew or, you know, or they just, you know, or, or, or whatever happened. But either way, I believe everything yeah. <laughs> that both of these guys say, and it's going to be really hard to make them say I quit. And it's going to be really hard to watch what it will take to make them say I quit. It's going to be bloody. It's going to be bloody. Yes. Um, and it, uh, yeah, them being old friends and it getting how it got, and just the nature of an I Quit match, the nature of AEW as a more realistic presentation versus you know their their main competitor. Um, I'm going with John Moxley as well. If I haven't said that out loud, but goodness, dog, goodness gracious, even what a, what a card! What a card! <laughs> what a card, my guy! Like, I mean, like this is even like this is a card even for non wrestling fans. Like if you're a fan back in the day, and you stopped watching it for for whatever reason. There's something for everyone here. Yes, get busy and shit. Like this this is this is going to be card of the fucking year. Every match is going to be a banger, dude. We got like eight matches. Uh, one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven. Yeah, eight matches. Yeah. I mean, you've got the character work in Orange Cassidy. You've got the not campiness, I don't want to say campiness of but you know, whatever the elite deletion is gonna be. 
You've got the character and in-ring work of Chris Jericho and MJF. This is such a very well-character-driven corporation, organization, of guys who can also go. So they make you care, but they also keep you there with their ability. This is going to be a hell of a show. It's going to be a long night. Hell of a show. And I might actually, I might get to watch it live if everything goes according to plan. Which will which will be great. Um, so hopefully, you know, knock on wood, man. None of my staff uh, staffs on me. So we'll see how that goes, man. Any final thoughts uh, for AW Full Gear? Uh, I'm fucking looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be hard, ain't it? Yeah, it's. Oh. I'm, I'm glad I planned my vacation when I did. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Oh, that's the last day of your vacation, right? Because you're usually off on Sundays anyway. Yeah. Mm, you did that right, player. Mm-hmm. You did that right, playboy. I'm, I'm so glad I went on I... vacation and I was like, I'll, I, I would have to come back to work for two days. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. I'm just going to take the two weekends off in a row. Yeah, that's trash. Cool. Yeah, you did it right. You did it right. <laughs> you did it right. I love it, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. It's going to be a, a great, great car. We can't, uh, we can't stress that enough. Uh, let's wrap it up, man. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, dog. You got it, hombre. You guys can fucking find me on Twitter and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore M A A F H U C K A. Then y'all can also fucking find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen M A A F F H H D U P three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, man. Hit me on Twitter and the Instant Grams at Juvi Desayuno, J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page on both Twitter and the Instant Grams at The Hard Camera, who would have thunk it. Live coverage, witticisms, here to forth, and things of that nature, and a little bit of whatnot, and a little bit of etc. But above all else, there's a variety of ways. That you're listening to is some are listening on Spotify, some are listening on Breaker, some are listening on Google Podcasts, some are listening on Anchor. Wherever you're listening, tell the people you love you're listening to some great content, some heartwarming content, heart building content. Content that's really just really looking forward to this AEW Full Gear show. <laughs> content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Fucking A. Fucking A. <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, I mean, I was always heard it as like a saying back when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I actually like first heard it, like on a movie, was uh, you ever seen Office Space? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence, his neighbor, that knocks on the wall every time uh, the breast exam commercials come up on TV. Hey, hey Peter Man, Channel Nine. <laughs> Maybe I needed to see that movie like when it first came out, but I think that movie's a little overrated. Um, I think it is too. Yeah. Well, Who knows? It's just it's just super dry. Yeah. Comedy, and I, I like some dry humor. It's just yeah, like Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite is not fire. <laughs> <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite is not fire. I saw I it maybe like within a. I just I saw it within a year of it dropping, and I was like, 
Oh, okay. I was like, oh, okay. This is not fire at all. I guess. See, I like, I, I've always liked Office Space, but I've also always liked King of the Hill and yeah. Beavis Butthead. Right, Same right, right, right. Yeah. Like, I, I still watch King of the Hill, like, almost every night before I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> A nice little nighttime, nighttime recap. A little nightcap. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the driest fucking humor, but it's just... It's just hilarious. I think. No job. <laughs> One time for propane and propane accessories. Fucking A. One time for Boomhauer. One time for fucking A. I am your guy Juve, sitting here with my tag team partner, Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are Lowdown. We'll see y'all next week, man. But until next time, we'll see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. <sighs> Salute.